welcome back to Who's There. I'm your host, Allison. If you're new here, thank you for joining us. If you're coming back, thank you for returning. This is a podcast where I talk to a new horror fan every week because I hope to destigmatize what it means to be a horror movie fan. Because most of us are just regular people who like the adrenaline rush of being scared for some reason. And here we delve into those reasons. I'm so excited to share my interview with you this week because I got to talk to the host of the podcast, Here for the Booze, Jax. And we had such a good time chatting, we could have kept talking for hours, honestly. We talked about how she eased into the horror genre with movies like The Bone Collector and The Maltese Falcon as a kid, a scary situation from when she worked at a video store as a teenager, and why she thinks horror is just the best genre out there and why it stands out from other film genres. She also defends her choice to own the first human centipede on DVD. You'll want to hear this. One last thing before we get into this episode, if you love the show and you haven't yet left us a review on iTunes, I'd be so grateful if you could take a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to our feed wherever you listen to us, of course. Thank you to everyone who's already left us a review. Uh, It's so appreciated and it really helps people to find us. We talked for over an hour, so get ready. I hope you're on a long road trip or something. So let's get into my conversation with Jax. Hey, Jax, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for being here. Do you want to start by telling everyone a little bit about yourself, where you're from, etc.? So my name is Jax. I'm from Massachusetts, so good old New England. And I've been into horror as long as I can remember. Uh, I feel like I have just always identified with that genre of movie. And I worked in a video rental store growing up uh, when I was in high school. So I felt that that kind of opened the door to movies, but then also, you know, being able to watch horror, you know, so that was really great. And getting to watch movies I've never seen before or heard of, even now there's still things, you know, so I just feel like it's something that's always changing and evolving. And it's just super interesting to just see where everything's going in horror. (laughs) So I've just always loved it. (laughs) Awesome. So first things first, what's your favorite scary movie? Oh, that's such a hard, that's such a hard question. I feel like, man, that is a hard question. Um, you know, I did, I, I have, there are a few movies I will watch over and over. And I feel like I, if I have to say my favorite, it's probably going to have to be as above, so below. Oh, such a good one. I, it was right. I feel like some people just really hate it because I feel like it is pretty, skin deep it's not a very thick movie as far as content but it just I love the idea of this woman just trying to find the truth and just on a little adventure and you know I just identified with her as a kid you know who doesn't want to be like that you know what I mean and discover history and stuff like that so I and I just really liked how the found footage wasn't too dramatic you know and I kind of liked that it was I don't know. I just felt that they cast it very well. And this, I just really liked the story. I really liked how everything was a big metaphor. And <laughs> it was just great. It's just fun. <laughs> yeah, agreed. I've watched it twice. Um, and I like how they actually filmed in the catacombs. I thought that was really cool. Um, and I think that people, when they think of As Above, So Below, maybe they, they think of it a little less favor- favorably compared to a movie like The Descent, which is very sure. similar. But I will, yeah. yeah. I feel like The Descent is also a close second with yeah. something that I, a movie that I really love to watch and I can just watch because that, yeah. I remember watching it the first time. It was really <laughs> scary, very yeah. scary in a good way. But, you know, I, I'm really glad that, you know, there are movies like that where it was an all-female cast. Yeah. You know, that was great too. So I love the 
the strong female lead who doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, how did you first fall in love with the horror genre? I know you touched upon it a little bit before, but if you could just go deeper into that. <clears throat> well, growing up, my parents were really old school when it came to movies. So a lot of Hitchcock, a lot of mm-hmm. Cary Grant and Audrey Hepburn and um, Catherine Hepburn. And, you know, so it definitely affected me in that way so seeing like double indemnity and the, the Maltese Maltese Falcon excuse me and uh freaks and things like that which <laughs> that movie is just wild anyway but I they were so tame back then you know they were just very you know dry but the suspense was built up and then you know as as I got older you know my parents would watch movies first and then let us watch them so I just felt like they were very picky about movies. So it's it's weird that I like horror because they don't, to be honest, you know? <laughs> so for me, I think I just loved mysteries and my mother and I would watch true crime, like forensic files and things like that. So I feel like that's how I just eventually loved horror. You know, The Bone Collector, Seven, those types of movies my mom would watch with like one eye, you know? <laughs> but But those were more of what they would and then you know as I got older and of age to go see what I wanted and rent what I want I just felt like it expanded to like going to the video rental store as a kid and then seeing the covers of all the different movies being like what is that like I remember the Halloween 4 one with the big knife like the little girl I'm like what is going on you know the dead alive one with the the skull coming out of the lips whoo like you know, it's some of those you're just like, now I have to watch it. Like, I have to see it. So I think that that's where my curiosity always was. You know, it was just, what is that? I can't see it because it's graphic, you know, but what's going on? And I know, like, we watched The Fly growing up, uh, the original Invasion of the Body Snatchers, and then the 70s one. So, you know, my mom, like, would touch, you know, she'd kind of, like, yeah. go down a little. <laughs> and then, but, you know, I think my parents guided me in a good way of appreciating movies, too. You know, so that's why I think that, you know, I can, doesn't really matter how bad the horror will be. I'll probably still like it in some way, whether it's the music or some of the one-liners or, you know, some movies have lots of Easter eggs. So it's, it's fun. You know, think about it. Comedy, there's no, there's no comedy conventions, you know, there's no, there's some sci-fi ones, but you know, it's, there's a lot of horror stuff and it's just, it's just such a big, there's so many different things that are scary, you know? Yeah, definitely. That's a great answer. So since you said before that you love strong female leads, who's your favorite final girl? (laughs) Oh, man. Oof. I don't know. I mean, I love Samara Weaving. I just, I loved her in Ready or Not. Like, I just felt like she was looked at as such a, you know, almost like a, uh, what's the word, gold digger, you know, and that's not really what she was doing. I mean, at least not from what I saw. And I just, I mean, that's just a fun movie anyway, but I just really liked how she just didn't give up. I mean, that was a relentless movie. And I mean, she's not really a final girl in the babysitter, (laughs) but I did love that, you know, but I just, I think her or or Nancy, you know, from, from Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. You know, it's, I did not love that she was killed off in the third one, (laughs) but I, you know, I love, I really did like Nightmare, uh, excuse me, Wes Craven's new Nightmare the one where she was like herself and then Freddie's like a spirit, not Robert England. Yeah. Mm. If you haven't seen that, that's 
I feel yeah. like that's a very scary Freddy one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think I've heard that. Um, I recently watched Friday the third, uh, nightmare on Elm street two, which was not very good. I haven't watched, I don't think I've watched three yet or four. So I'm still slowly working my way through. I'm not really a big fan of the old slasher movies that much. Sure. So. Yeah. Is it cause they're slashers? Do you like little smarter? I horror? just think, I mean, I think that's part of it, but I also think that the acting is really cheesy. So sure. absolutely. Absolutely. So you yeah. don't like Giallo? You don't watch Giallo with the horrible dubbing and the I really don't. bad acting? Nope. <laughs> nope. I skip right past all that. Sure. <laughs> uh, do you have any fun stories from working in a video store growing up? <laughs> oh, man. Well, of course, I always got put on like Friday nights and Saturday nights, you know, so all my friends are coming in and going on dates and picking out movies. You know, probably one of the worst, uh, probably kind of funniest, but at the, at the time, definitely worse situations over there. This guy, you know, you return your videos late, return them late. You have a late fee. And if you wait a long time, it's a big late fee. And at this point we were being more um, vigilant about capturing correct late fees. So this one, <laughs> excuse me, my colleague had typed in her initials and like dated it. I was like, this is legit. Like he it came down the chute like 20 days late or whatever, you know, not that like somebody found it and just forgot to scan it, you know, cause sometimes that happens. So he comes in to rent something out. And I said, unfortunately, oh, it was like $80. It wasn't like oh, 20, God. right. Yeah, it was like 80 bucks. And I think it was porn. Uh, so <gasps> that made it like even more uncomfortable because I don't even know if I was 18. I don't, I don't think I was, I was like 17. <laughs> so I'm just like, sir, well, I can't rent these out to you. You know, because at the time, like I said, the company was trying to like, you know, get the money back and be vigilant. <laughs> and he was like, I'm not paying that. I was like, well, I can't rent these out to you. My manager's kind of just like, floating around being a manager and he was just like well I need to talk to your manager and he and I was like okay one second and she had actually like just walked away so I kind of like flagged her without leaving and as I'm doing that he was like are you fucking serious and I was like um I'm getting my manager like you know like and I'm trying to like not be attitude and he's like you're a fucking cunt he's like I'm gonna throw this computer out the window and I'm like so then that's like a threat so then she like comes over and he like says it again. And I'm like, there are children around here. First of all, like it's Friday night, like six o'clock. I'm like, oh my goodness. So, and I've never been called the C word at this point in my life. I was like, what? I don't even think since to my face, <laughs> but I was just like, oh my goodness. And my manager had to call the cops. He waited for me in the parking lot. Oh my God. Right. Like, oh, that's a horror think- story. Thankfully I didn't drive. And I lived pretty close and my dad was picking me up. So like, it was fine, but still like the cops had to like patrol the lot. So like, it's funny now because like he didn't get arrested or anything. Like nobody was hurt, but it's just like over late fees, like just yeah. walk away. Do you know what I'm saying? Like go yeah. open up another account at another one and you'll be fine. Like, <laughs> oh my God, was- that's terrifying as a, as a young woman. Yeah. And he, he wasn't like a threatening man like in, in the sense of like he looked threatening or anything so that's why when he reacted this way it was just like oh oh no whoa it was just like a, a switch you know and like I said it was really busy too so you wouldn't yeah. really think that somebody I mean I wouldn't really want to cause some type of you know <laughs> yeah um but it was just wild I mean there's other stories of a funny one now real quick you know like I said I worked in a video rental store and it was actually in town where I grew up and a lot of teachers live in town and as I said, there's porn at this rental store. 
one night, like 1030, <laughs> my driver's ed teacher comes in and it's a man like everybody knows, like everybody knows him. My sister had him as a teacher. Like he was my driver's ed instructor. Like, we all had him. And he comes up with like the craziest porn in the world. And I'm just like, oh, God. Oh. He's like, hey, Jackie. I'm like, oh, geez. All right. All right. Like, so, and there's been like my friend's dad's like coming in line with porn. It's, oh, it my just, God. Yeah. The- it was like a back corner like area of uh, <laughs> rental place. I so don't sketchy. even remember there being porn sections in my blockbuster, but I guess there was. Um, oh, I mean, I did were- work at a blockbuster. Okay. It was a smaller chain, so I have yeah. no idea. It was a movie scene. Okay. <laughs> so I have no idea if it's because it was in a different state, too. I don't know if state yeah. laws. But if, it, if you grew up in New York, I mean, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. it's probably legal. <laughs> oh, remember the days when you had to rent your porn instead of looking at it in the privacy of your own home? <laughs> <laughs> and not having people knowing your weird fetishes yeah yeah oh. <laughs> like some of that like even sometimes I'd have to go back there and put stuff away and see some of the titles just like okay I'm just gonna yeah <laughs> put them back and walk away especially being that young and I was super naive like super naive <laughs> oh my goodness so. oh yeah those were those were hard times um, sure. <laughs> so why do you think that people who seem perfectly sane love the horror genre well, I will say for myself, I think for me, I, I like the, the, I don't want to say like the twistedness of it, but I like the psychology behind some of it. Like I can appreciate the Saw movies because of what, you know, um, John Kramer was actually trying to do. You know, he wasn't trying to just kill people. You know what I'm saying? Like he was really trying to like literally like shake people and be like, hey, you have a life worth living. You can fix this. You can get over this. You can overcome this. I'm going to show you how I'm going to give you that strength and then you're going to go. So uh, that's how I took those movies. And, you know, of course the graphic and stuff, but I think for me, that's why I like it. And I think for other people, it might be a release, you know, where it's not something so rigid and, you know, straight, you know, like some movies can be. And I think with horror, you could just have some fun, you know, sometimes a little gore can be fun, you know, (laughs) to some people, you know, but that's, I definitely think it has to do with some of the psychology with people, you know what I mean? In the movies, yeah. the killers yeah. specifically. <laughs> definitely. I, I can definitely um, appreciate that too. I just saw Spiral last night. So yes, I, I saw really, it on Tuesday. I really liked it. I'm not a fan of the Saw movies. I've only seen Saw 1 or the first oh. Saw, but sure. um, I don't know. I have to realize that like there's only like three to four kills per movie at least the one the two that I've seen yeah um so it's like kind of easy you plug your ears and you close your eyes and then it's over within a couple minutes because I don't like gore so but those tracks were just were just heinous but also they're not real so (laughs) right 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 and I so have you seen real quick have you seen um Gretel and Hansel then I have yeah did you like it? I liked it a lot. It gets a really bad rap, but I really enjoyed it. Me too. Oh, good. Okay, good. Yeah. I really like that too. And I actually just got the, the soundtrack on vinyl. Oh, it's just so, nice. like, creepy. But yeah. yeah, I really like that too. So I'm glad you liked it too. Cause I've asked people and they've been like, it was weird. I didn't really get it. I'm like, well, it's cause you like looked at it too hard. Like, yeah, just kind of sit back and watch it. You know, it's kind of like the witch. You can't make any assumptions. You gotta <laughs> like let it happen. You know, the, 
The and witches that, one, I've tried watching it a couple of times and I just find it so boring, but I know, sure. I know a lot of people like it, but I really liked Gretel and Hansel. So I, I believe that cause I've been in your situation too. I think when I watched the witch the first time I was like, what's going on? Why does everybody <laughs> love this? And then I did, I watched it again. And then I was like, oh, okay. I just like, wasn't maybe <laughs> in the might, the right mindset to be watching this. Yeah. That was like another series. I started watching the hatchet series and I was like, this is really dumb. And I stopped it. And then I went back like a year later and was like, okay, all right, I got this. And then I ended up like finding some Easter eggs from that director's other movies that I love. So I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Adam Green, who directs Hatchet, he also did Frozen, which in 2009. I like that one. The Disney. Yes. So that actually the girl, Emma Bell, who survives is in a, um, newscast interview about winning a lawsuit against the ski resort that she got caught in and that's like a clip in the background of the hatchet movie oh cool and oh, adam so green neat. is yeah and he's like in all of his movies i think i don't know if he was in frozen i can't remember but he's in the hatchet movies he's like one of the party people in the beginning sequences oh, okay. of each movie so there's like little things of you know those movies and i can appreciate the effort that gets put yeah. into that you know what i mean so yeah. I, I, I like that, but anyway, <laughs> that's cool. I, I think I tried watching hatchet once and I thought it was a little cheesy, but maybe I'll go back and try it again. I, uh, I, I don't know if it's cause I watched the Kane Hodder, um, documentary. I think it was on like prime. I can't remember. I think it was prime, <laughs> but I think that's where I was like, Oh, I gotta, I should try this again. You know? Okay. Cause then like Danielle Harris is in the second and third one. And then Felissa Rose is in Victor oh. Crowley, which is like the last one. So I was like, yeah. all right, all right. I guess I'll watch it. <laughs> and uh, the guy who plays Doofy for the scary movie is in it too. Which oh. I was like, right? But he's not like goofy. He's like yeah. normal. But it's, it's, I don't know. I can appreciate when you pull in other characters from the genre into the movie too. You yeah. know, I definitely like that. So yeah, definitely. So who would you say are your favorite horror directors? Um, oh. I mean, Carpenter, uh, that's definitely, that's definitely one, um, definitely because of his style and his storytelling and his music. Um, he's probably also one of my other favorite soundtrack composers. I just love his simple, mm-hmm. you know, like the fog is one of my favorite soundtracks on vinyl. It's just beautiful. It's oh, cool. Absolutely. Excuse me. Absolutely beautiful. So I'm thankful that, you know, that's coming back, you know, I mean, granted, yeah, I could buy it on CD, but <laughs> you know, vinyl's just so cool. But um, oh well. So Carpenter and ooh, I feel like we've just had such a scatter <laughs> of different directors, also of movies that I like. I'm trying to like think of who. This is like a really hard question, but I mean, I obviously Craven is another one. I feel like those are kind of almost givens in this genre. Not everybody loves Craven, but. I mean, Sean Cunningham is also um, hand in hand with Wes Craven sometimes. Like they did uh, House, House, excuse me, Last House on the Left together. Oh yeah. Oh God. Yep. <laughs> That's and, a... <laughs> yeah. And, and then Sean Cunningham did Friday the 13th movies. And then yeah. Wes did um, the Nightmare on Elm Street. So him and I'm trying to think of like somebody cool like now that I really do like. I mean, Mike Flanagan, he's yeah. good. Um, I will say he's probably a little more on the thriller side for me. Mm-hmm. but I still appreciate his movies. And I just actually found out today from one of my friends on um, Instagram that <laughs> he puts the mirror from Oculus. Do you remember? Did you see yes. that? 
mm-hmm. that beautiful Baroque mirror. He puts that mirror in every single one of his movies. Oh my God, that's so And there was cool. like, she had like snippets of it in all the movies. Oh. And I was like, I noticed that, you know, like, you oh, know. Oh, that's so cool. One of the Ouija movies or mm-hmm. what is it, Annabelle? I think it was Annabelle, excuse me. The little girl with the short hair. I think it's the second one. Mm-hmm. In the background where she walks at the, in like the daycare or excuse me, the foster home, not daycare. Um, the foster home, you can see the mirror like perched in the back, yeah. and like there was all these other movies. I think oh. you see it in the haunting of Hill House. Yeah, and she's like probably. dancing. Yeah, it's just I was like, see, like that is cool. You know what yes. I mean? Like that's cool. And like even in Bride of Chucky, when they had um all the props or excuse me, all the uh evidence <laughs> from like Jason <laughs> and Freddy and 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 I think even yeah. Scream, but you know that was kind of that was kind of fun. You know, it's always fun to kind of bring in everybody into your movie, you know? Yeah. I love that. Um, I actually, I stayed in a hotel room for a night a couple months ago and in the room was a mirror that looked exactly like that mirror. I was like, that thing's going to kill me tonight. God damn it. <laughs> so like, let me put some plants over there. Let me just like get the video camera ready and we'll just go to sleep. No, that's yeah. crazy. That's beautiful though. I mean, that's, that's that's not cheap to to yeah. to make or to and I think that's like I think in the movie they say it's a specific kind of wood too. Mm. There's something about you know what it was made from. So yeah, magic. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I made sure I recently redecorated my apartment, and I'm like, I do not want any big mirrors. So no, <laughs> no. <laughs> little ones. Yeah. <laughs> nothing so, that can go through <laughs> definitely um so your husband was in here before helping you get set up uh does he like to watch horror movies with you so yes he will actually take me to see movies because I think he now trusts that I'm not going to take him I mean you know they're also not making movies like Freddy anymore so I think we've gone to see so we've been together almost yeah like six years so we went to see the purge um, election year mm-hmm. and then we saw the first purge and then we saw Midsommar Hereditary oh actually I think just Midsommar um, but he watched Hereditary with me when it was on Prime so he will you know watch it I wouldn't say it's his favorite um, yeah. but he definitely wants to watch the new Zack Snyder is it Army of the Dead is that what it's that, called? yeah that's what I hear yeah I so um, yeah but I definitely think that's a little more of an action movie but there's yeah, gonna be gore that's what I heard from my friends were talking about it today. And they're like, it's more action than horror. So, yeah, I mean, I'll give it a watch because it's supposed to be related to the, what is that Day of the Dead? You know, one of those mm-hmm. um, earlier films. So, you know, yeah. hey, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I need to catch up on all those dead movies because I saw the first one and then I just haven't seen any of the others. So I'm so the remake, the one from 2004 or the ones from the 80s? The ones from the 80s. Okay, I saw, I saw okay. Night of the Living Dead, and then I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. And then I just stopped. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I need well, to go these, back. Well, these Day of the Dead ones are Romero's, and they're the ones yeah. that are like, I mean, I think Tom Savini did the um, special effects in those too, and he did a lot of other 80s, like really great, inexpensive, you know, low budget yeah. movies that end up not, like now you look at them and you're like, it's actually not terrible, you know, considering <laughs> yeah. some some CGI is just, flat out awful and boring you know yes certain movies it ruined it yeah um particularly what comes to mind is the movie the final destination has cgi (laughs) that was just i wanted to throw something at my tv is that the one at the racetrack yes 
Yeah. That one does have the cheesy. It's probably my least favorite of the whole thing. Oh, yeah. I will say that. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Say that. I always forget that. I think that was supposed to be 3D, too. Um, It may have. Two, 3D. It, I don't think they'll. I don't think five was, but I think maybe four was 3D in theaters. Okay. But See, I'm I not sure. Five was. I don't I remember. Could... I, I, I think I saw five in the theater. It's, that was like 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, but I know it's crazy. Um, I know I can't remember. But anyway, it looks like it just because of the, the glass coming out and everything. But but yeah, I mean, the fourth one's definitely like the cheesiest out of them all. You know what yeah. I mean? I think they tried a little too hard with that one because they really wanted to like end on a bang. Yeah. And then everybody was like, no, nope, better not. <laughs> yeah. Wikipedia no, says again. Wikipedia says the final destination, aka Final Destination 4, is a 2009 American 3D supernatural horror film. So <laughs> good try. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but they that's... are coming out with another one at some point soon. So really? Which oh. I don't know how I feel about that because number five was so good. Oh, thank you. Five yeah. is definitely I did a uh I have like a stack VHS <laughs> sweatshirt, but I also have a t-shirt that somebody custom made me. And on there is Final Destination <laughs> 5. Because technically, that's the first one. Yeah, it's a prequel. So, <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, I I like the fifth one too, definitely. Yeah. These movies are just so cheesy sometimes. <laughs> yeah. uh, but they're classics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Uh, an article came out last year in the middle of the pandemic saying that horror movie fans are handling lockdown better. Why do you think that was? <laughs> Probably because we can just like binge whatever we want. And I think that the pandemic definitely, um, for some reason, enabled platforms to have more content. I definitely started Shutter a year ago and I'm never looking back because yeah. that's like the best, there's great <laughs> movies I would have never probably been able to see you know what I mean some of the smaller budget or lower budget or no name studios you know what I'm saying so I'm I definitely think that it's because we can kind of cuddle up into our own world and block everything out because what was happening outside wasn't really that great either so I think to watch horror it's like well you know what 28 days later worse (laughs) you know what I'm saying (laughs) compared to what we're going through like that's worse we're good so I don't know if it was something like that I know for me it's just a comfort so that could have been another thing is that's just some people's security blanket is just watching a nice cheesy horror movie (laughs) definitely I can definitely understand that and I know there are so many people out there who would agree with us and then there are so many people who'd be like you're a psycho (laughs) how do you go to sleep at night like seriously I get that like you just watch saw one and two and I'm like yeah I'm going to bed like how what I'm like like this (laughs) <laughs> but yeah I mean I mean I go yeah. to bed with forensic files on sometimes so I mean I just I'm a pretty analytical person anyway so it's yeah that's my <laughs> comfort show <laughs> one of my one of my friends uh she said that she used to fall asleep to house of a thousand corpses <laughs> <laughs> that is a messed up mood to fall asleep to but I mean they actually have that soundtrack on vinyl um mm. it's sold out on waxwork but they they like brought it out but that's I actually just rewatched that recently. That's a trip. That's yeah. a trip. And I think they, they filmed it like years before um, it came out. Oh, cool. I have never just, seen it because it's oh. supposed to be gory, but. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm thinking, I'm like, not really. And I'm like, oh, oh it. it's Rob Zombie. I mean, if, if I'm assuming yeah. you've probably not seen his Halloween. I have okay. not. No. You might not want to. Um, 
Yeah. There, I, I feel like I've only seen the second one like once. Um, okay. Because that one's just like, oh, he just, I don't know. I can appreciate wanting to get down to the nitty gritty of Michael, but I don't really know if violence was really the, you know, the way to do it yeah. <laughs> in that way. You know, <laughs> obviously you can show it. I don't know. I thought that the remake of in 2018 did a really good job yes. with hammering that down. Um, but that was also after Rob Zombies. So I don't know if that's really had anything to do with it or different ideas, but he's an interesting man. He is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that's what I hear. That's what I would expect. So that's why I've stayed away from his movies. <laughs> um, so how do you decide what to watch when you're looking for a horror movie to watch? Usually I try to watch something that I haven't seen very recently um obviously there are times when i'm just like screw it sleep away camp three let's go like you know what i mean like screw it because i can't like just keep searching um but yeah like the other night i watched the taking of deborah logan because i hadn't seen that in a while so good and i was yes and i was like (laughs) i kind of want something creepy i don't want something graphic i you know um i like a good story you know i like to watch hell house llc also yes i like a good you know I, i love that movie um but yeah, it's usually because I haven't seen it in a while. You know, I need a second view of it. Um, like I just rewatched Urban Legend after like <laughs> 10 plus years. Yeah. They never play it on TV or anything. So <laughs> I was like, man, that was great. I got the collector's edition and uh, watched the movie and then watched all the special features. It was really fun. And, you know, I was thinking like, okay, well, I'm going to wait to watch it again because <laughs> I liked it. And I forgot how not gory that movie really is. Yeah. It's just so effective with, you know, the old style of movies where just a little bit of blood or just seeing one little snippet and then your imagination just keeps going, you know? Yeah. So that I think they did a very excellent execution on. Um, and they talk about that in the special feature. So I just, it was like a nice little Friday last week. I was like, this is so fun. This is, you know, what was that in like 99 or 98? Yeah. Like, <laughs> It was so long ago. I had that on VHS. So (laughs) I'm pretty sure I rented it on VHS. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. I haven't watched that one in forever and it's not available to stream anywhere unless you want to rent it. I think on Amazon. That's why I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get it. I was like, I'm just going to buy it. I don't want my Blu-ray collection to get crazy, but like you said, there are certain movies you can't stream or who knows if we're going to be able to like, not that this is horror, but on Disney Plus, I'm still waiting on Angels in the Outfield. So, yeah. Mm. Do you remember that? <laughs> I haven't actually seen that movie before. So, oh, oh like Tony Danza and like a young Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And <laughs> oh, I, okay. It's so cute. It's it's uh, sad though, but it's it's cute. It's about yeah. baseball and oh, it's cute. yeah. But anyway, um, but yeah, I don't know why that won't be on Disney Plus, but it's something about like who owns the rights of the movie when it comes down to it. And sometimes it's not Disney or something like that. You know what I mean? So, but Mm. I think that that's why urban legend and there's some other movies that I was thinking of the other day that you just can't stream. And you're like, why? Like, come on. It's like 30 years old. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So if you had to pick one favorite franchise, what would be your number one favorite? Ooh, Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I don't know. I, uh, it would probably, it's close, but it's probably final destination. 
Nice. I think that those, you know, not that like <laughs> any of those scenarios of people dying can actually happen, but <laughs> maybe <laughs> like, you know, some of them, you know, the log coming off the, yeah. the truck in the second one, like that could happen. Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe not in that sequence of the accident, but you know what I'm saying? Like we see that on the road and I just immediately go into the next lane and pass them. Like, yes. <laughs> get in front of them. <laughs> But yeah, probably Final Destination. And then the second one close would be probably Friday the 13th. Those are just fun to just throw on, you know, like on Mm -hmm. a Friday, if like my husband and I are drinking, especially with COVID, we're not going out. I'm like, let's watch, (laughs) let's watch the fourth one. Like with a little Corey Feldman. I'm like, let's do it. He's so cute. Let's go. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What would you say is your favorite subgenre of horror? Um. Oh gosh. Cause I guess I don't really sub categorize too much of it. So I guess, um, maybe like the thrillers, yeah. you know, the ones that are a little deeper, like Gretel and Hansel, that's a little bit more of a thriller to me, you know, yeah. rather than a horror movie. Yeah. Um, which there's definitely creepy moments of course, but yeah, I would probably say like a, a horror thriller. I'm trying to think of another really good one. Um, there's what lies beneath that came to mind. Yeah, that's a good one. Definitely. Um, <laughs> I feel like in the two thousands, there was some really good, like the ring is kind of a horror thriller, yeah. maybe a drama too. Well, she's dramatic. Um, but you know, I <laughs> no, she's a good actor. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. Horror thriller. And then maybe like the sci-fi ones, but I don't really know if zombies really sci-fi anymore you know what I mean Is yeah that they're their own, own category yeah <laughs> exactly yeah, zombies so. are their own genre definitely Did you, do you like you like zombie ones I do I really okay. Okay. I really like like 28 days later and world war z and stuff like that so did you see train to busan I did it was really good I haven't seen the sequel yet but me either me either <laughs> but you know I'll get to it I'll definitely yeah. get to it <laughs> yeah are there any horror movies that are off limits for you or are there any movies that you've seen once and will never watch again <laughs> <laughs> well, I own Human Centipede, so I don't think that there's any movies because I like the first one, um, the first one only because then they get like super misogynistic and just plain old just trash. So I've seen some awful horror. I've seen Martyrs. I've seen um, what's that movie, um, a Serbian film I've seen, which is really that was like, OK, I saw it ever again I had to just see it um I've seen Cannibal Holocaust which some people consider because there's like real animal torture yeah and they kill a... that was hard I, that was hard but that's where I feel like I'm I'm like nervous to dip back in I don't know any movies um right now off the top of my head that I just wouldn't watch because I've seen Antichrist that's another one that's like like the opening shot. Have you heard anything about? Lars I have Fontier? not heard anything about Antichrist. Well, the director is crazy. Did you <laughs> did you know about the show Nymphomaniac on? Um, yes, I yes. think I actually saw a couple of episodes of that. So that's him, and he did this movie Antichrist, and Willem Dafoe is in it, and mm-hmm. it's about them losing their son. But like the opening scene is literally penis in vagina, like, like yeah, like oh, I'm okay. just like. We're like 10 seconds in. I'm like, holy crap. Because they're like having sex and then their kid falls out the window. So then that's Ooh. how like everything happens. And they just go into this like depression and it's 
it's a very weird layered movie and they just go crazy it's really sad but it's a really graphically sexual like I think she like does some penis stuff you know like I've seen the I spit on your grave Mm. you know those are pretty like but I don't know if I'd watch them again um I saw (laughs) them and it's like okay cool like kicked his ass good for you (laughs) that was a lot you know (laughs) yeah but you know I can't think of anything else I mean there's older movies but it's probably because I wouldn't want to like try to stream them you know what I mean like 120 days of solemn you know that crazy Italian movie but yeah I mean I think for me it would have to I don't really want to watch a movie if I know there's animal cruelty that to me was just too much in Hannibal Cannibal Holocaust um but I think too like some of the sexual stuff for me is a little too I don't want to say real but it's a little too it just gets to me sometimes. So I don't really yeah. love that kind of theme. Mm-hmm. You know, even the girl with the dragon tattoo, I was like, oh, this is awkward. Mm-hmm. There's a really brutal rape scene in that. Ugh. Same with the book, but still, it's just a little too much for me, you know? It's, yeah, it's I different to it's see all- it. Yes, and I just, you know, I'm not trying to downplay any of it. It's just more, of it just really gets to me, you know? Yeah. So I, I don't really want to get into that but thankfully we don't have too many movies like that <laughs> yeah um thankfully but yeah I mean I'm sure other people have laundry lists of movies that they won't <laughs> watch but I try to get a little bit of an idea if I know it's graphic or you know I think nowadays too we get some decent reviews without getting giving you spoilers you know what I mean mm-hmm. you can tell right away if a movie's just straight up garbage because there's just too much violence or misogynistic behavior or degrading women or treating us like objects things like that and thankfully we don't see a lot of that but yeah I try to stay with movies where it's a little more real you know what I mean like it's a little more like up to date you know like Flex was really fun I don't know if you saw that on Shutter. it's fun it was oh fun. yeah I've heard it I've heard it's fun yeah uh and uh stay out of the fucking attic or don't go in the fucking attic. That was great on Shutter. Okay. It was really fun. Um, so it's it's nice to see movies take a different turn, you know, and not just kill everybody that has sex. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the slashers did. So it's nice to see a change of of story. Nice. Um, yeah, all those movies that you just listed, I've never seen any of them. I think one of my friends and I are gonna watch the French version of Martyrs soon because I kind of I'm really curious to see yes. what it's like. Um, yeah. but uh have you ever heard of a podcast called the Bechdel cast? No. Uh, it's a podcast by two women who, who explore movies through the lens of the Bechdel test, which is do two women in a movie talk about something other than men for at least like four sentences. And oh. you would be shocked about how many movies they do, do, do not pass this test. Um, oh. on, on April Fool's Day, they came out with an episode about the human centipede. And they were like, this is our most requested movie. And then they treated it really seriously for about 45 minutes. And they were like, this movie, no, this text. It was the funniest thing ever. You should definitely go listen that's, to it. Oh, that's crazy. That's awesome, though. That's, that's very interesting. Sorry, throat. Because um, the, the first one is not, in my opinion, very graphic. Um, it's a little okay. bloody, a little mm-hmm. bloody, but he doesn't. <laughs> He, the scariest part of it is he lays them all out on beds and they're awake and he pulls up an overhead projector like he's in, like they're in middle school and he like 
shows them the slides and he's like, this is what I'm going to do to you. And he like describes the surgeries. It's like, I'm going to take out your teeth. I'm going to cut right here. I'm going to cut the tendons in your knees. And you're just like, so like, you don't see any flesh. You don't see. So like after it happens and he did the surgery, they're bandaged together. So you really don't see anything. You see a little bit of suturing on their mouths, but like the content is really what's disturbing. You know what I mean? And then for some reason, he took this crazy turn with the second and third one, which were almost actually scratch that they were unnecessary. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. The first one was cool to be on its own. It would have been better if somehow they could have tied it back to that girl. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just, when I remember watching the second one being like, this isn't fun. This is just gross. You know what I mean? Because it was literally like you saw way more with them being together. Yeah. So that's what I mean. It's just like, yeah, I'm crazy for owning the first one. But it's actually like really not. I mean, the Saw movies are more graphic for real of them. Absolutely. The Saw movies are way more graphic. So, (laughs) you know, it's like I said, it's the content. You know, he... Hey, the guy who plays the doctor is a very, very good, creepy, mean, just perfect role. Just very well cast for that, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> so back when we were all packing into movie theaters together, uh, did you ever have any noteworthy experiences seeing a horror movie in theaters? Midsommar. Yeah, that what happened? <laughs> wild. So I didn't know really what I was getting into with that. I knew I wanted to see it. I knew Ari Aster was going to just blow us away I just knew it because I loved hereditary so I was like here we go I'm ready I'm ready and that first what is that like not even 10 minutes and she's just actually no it's the first like five because it's before the credits are coming she's just wailing and I remember they did it for an uncomfortable amount of time and I don't know how the hell she didn't get an Oscar for that role I have no idea it's like robbed robbed I mean I was totally convinced that she was super anxious about her family her life her relationship with her boyfriend like I felt all that you know and I remember being in the theater and like the snow is falling and she's crying and I'm just like looking at my husband like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to stay (laughs) we we haven't even like and then they show the tapestry and I'm like oh oh no Cause you see like the flash of like kind of what's to come yeah, and it's interesting. Um, but I just, that was a great experience because I felt like you could hear everybody, like, <laughs> especially like the sex scene, like everybody's like, <gasps> like the woman comes in, she's like pushing his bum. Like what? Like just, you know, they're all tripping. Like I really thought that the visuals um, were really great with, you know, when they were taking all those, either the mushrooms or yeah. the, the tea, you know, mm-hmm. I just, it was a beautifully, shot day horror you know what I mean and also with that I didn't feel like they went overboard with the gore um obviously there are a couple scenes obviously it's R but I felt like it could have been a lot more you know we could have seen how oh which which what was his friend the guy who plays Cheaty from a good place when he dies Josh there we go Josh when Josh dies we don't see how it happens. We just see he gets hit in the head in the temple as he's like trying to steal and take pictures of the books. And then he gets like dragged away. So, I mean, we didn't see how the British couple was killed. Yeah. So, you know, we totally could have, um, but I really liked how we kind of focused a little more 
on Danny's character. Um, Cause that is what the movie is a breakup movie. Yep. So, so it's just, you know, I really, you know, as that meme goes, good for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But is it really good for her? Because she, now she's in a death cult. True. That's, you know, know that is the kind of like catch 22. It's like, well, she has to stay here with Pele who he's kind of like, I did like, and the thing with him, did you know about the drawings? Did you notice that? So the no. Oracle, the, the incestual child, yeah. who's the Oracle, he's the one that does all the drawings for the, um, I don't know if they're Bibles or what they are, but those books that they have in that temple. And in the beginning, when Danny goes to Christian's apartment, everybody leaves the room and she's on the couch with Pele and he's drawing her a picture. And then he draw- gives her a picture for her birthday. Oh, so yeah. some people think that he's also almost an Oracle because oh, he can okay. draw. So I was like, Oh, because his father also said something about, because Pele brought her mm-hmm. so because he brought her he became like the May King mm-hmm. um and I don't know it's just such a, I was like I never thought of that I just thought the drawings like I draw like yeah people do but I didn't think of in their you know cult <laughs> yeah that that actually is the oracle's job or that that denotes you know power I don't know it's just... yeah that's so interesting I'm gonna have to rewatch it again now Next time that's, I want to feel really terrible. Oh yeah. Or next time that thing. I need a girl power movie when I'm mad yeah. about a breakup. There you go. They're right. Good for her. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know um, what uh, what things are like in Massachusetts right now, but if theaters are open, have you been back to the movie theaters yet? To see Spiral. Oh, Spiral. Um, yes. It, yeah. No. And there was only like maybe maybe a dozen. I think I'm also over guesstimating, but yeah, it was great because we yeah. have like a nice AMC. So it's like the big yeah. seats. And so that's perfect. Um, I feel like most theaters are at least bigger seats, you know, but this was nice and we could like have a drink and, <laughs> but it was definitely um, different. I, I liked, you know, I almost wish that we went to an IMAX to see Spiral because they were saying it's like in the IMAX, it's also, you can feel it. Ooh, Okay. Yeah, so it's something with the audio, because um, I watched the uh, the live that the director did, Darren Bousman, or Bousman, I don't know how to say his last name, but he also directed the second one, and he said that the best way he would say to experience it isn't an IMAX, but for me, the IMAX is like in, like pretty much going to Boston, which I only live about like maybe 20 miles, if that, but I just like, it's just a hassle, yeah. it's not and not that New York has like awesome traffic, but Boston, the traffic's bad because the roads are just like, Ugh, hey, I just... hate your roads. <laughs> hey, we don't want to stay in mass. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I have to drive like into like Kendall Square in Cambridge, which is like Mass Ave and like yeah, chaos. Well, it's like people with like massive trucks trying to get down like a, like a brownstone <laughs> road. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just narrow and old. <sighs> You know, nobody planned ahead. Why not? Yeah. Why? We're going to expand. There's going to be more people. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Going to the theater was interesting last night. Um, the it- when when they did like the whole they had like the whole pre 
preview thing where they were like, welcome back. And like the guy <laughs> in the row behind us who was over a little bit was like, it's good to be back. And then we're all like, yay. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Uh, yeah. And then you like my, high spirits. <laughs> my friends and I like started clapping after. So nice. it was, I know it was I, cute. I went with my girlfriend because I actually um, won tickets because my husband, uh, why couldn't he go? Oh, we were doing the reason why the cabinets back there is because we were doing the bathroom and he had to, um, he was doing the grout because ah. we were getting it glazed pain in the butt. But anyway, I was like, well, Amber's just going to come. They're free. And if you want to go again, like I'll go. So I dragged her and she, I think has really only seen the first two and with me, she <laughs> might've seen the other ones, but I don't think so. But anyway, so she like loved it. And I told her, like, she's like, if you see something or, you know, a little clue, she's like, tell me. And I didn't, you know, so many people said that it didn't, it wasn't original and it um, was predictable and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what were you analyzing every scene the whole time? Like, what? I'm like, I do that. And I didn't really get it until there was one scene where I was like, maybe. But then he died. So I was like, okay, well, no. And then, oh, of course not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I, I had the same thought that, that you did. We won't say who yeah. it was, but yeah. No, right, right. That at least I won't like go crazy. But, yeah. you know, I, I liked the fresh idea. I liked that it literally had nothing to do with John Kramer. I feel like that's a nice break, but I'm a little nervous because they say that, you know, this isn't, saw nine or whatever you know yeah and then they're also saying that about scream five but they're bringing back all the same people so i'm like what does that mean what does that mean (laughs) so so i get nervous when they're like it's not the next one but and then you know so i don't know i'm definitely nervous about scream five but spiral yes i don't know if we'll see chris rock again you know i don't know if uh i don't know you know what i mean i don't know (laughs) if he'll be like Ah, I, I I hope that they can make another. Um, yeah, I I was excited that I wasn't disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I I was surprised that I liked it so much. But um, and I hope I don't I don't know your your life or whatever. But like they made the reason why the spiral killer was doing what he was doing so convincing that I was like, I I kind of I side with spiral. Yeah. See, that's why I, you know, with the song movies, you're like, well, you're kind of a piece, like, yeah, you know, not that you should die, but yeah, you know, so I, I agree. I totally agree. It's, you know, it was a little more relevant. Um, yeah. The it's content. like the perfect, perfect, like 2021 yeah. horror movie yeah. about yeah. revenge. It was yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that they're, you know, I mean, Chris Rock was the one that wanted to do it. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. What, you? Like, yeah. I would never picture him in a horror movie. And when I heard Samuel L. Jackson, I was like, I just need to hear him say motherfucker. Like, that's <laughs> it. My life will be complete. He said it in a Tarantino movie. He said it. Oh, I wish he said it in Jurassic Park. But hold on to your butts. We'll do. That'll yeah. do. That'll do. It's an epic, like, line. But yeah, yeah, this is just, I'm, I'm really glad that, you know, there has been a good hype around it. You know, it's it's refreshing because I feel like when I tell people that I love horror, I like to talk about it. They're like, gosh, you must be like this morbid, depressed. Like, it's like, yeah. nope, I'm actually like pretty normal. Just don't love a romantic <laughs> comedy. That's just fake. Yep. You know, it just, just fake. 
Yeah, definitely. That's why I started this podcast. Cause I met a lot of horror fans. They like had kids. They were like therapists and I'm like, Oh, yeah. we're not, we're not all weird. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what movie, what horror movies are you most looking forward to seeing in 2021? Okay. So <laughs> back to spiral. So for the previews, we got to see a quiet place too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Oh, I can't so wait. Because it's kind of, I think, uh, you know, it's going to tell us what happens. And then, yeah. but it also is going to tell us how it happened. Yes. So I am so excited that John Krasinski's in it again. So I'm definitely excited to see how they play that out and how they got to kind of how they were, you know what I mean? Yeah. Alone. Cause that's the biggest thing is like why everybody's scattered from each other. So I'm yeah. excited to see like, cause it's almost going to be like a walking dead scenario. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about the forever purge because I do love the purge series hundred <laughs> percent. Love it. Uh, so I don't remember when that was coming out, but I think it's, Next I think year? it's around July, isn't it? Is it this, this year? July? I think oh, it is. Okay. I think it's this July. I can't remember. It's definitely coming up. Um, yeah, but I'm definitely excited about that. I'm excited about Halloween Kills. Yeah, July second right? one is the Forever Purge. Oh, cool, perfect. Thank mm-hmm. you for that. All right, awesome. Yeah, they usually play them in July around the fourth ish, so that's yeah. exciting. Cool. And then, yeah, Halloween Kills. Oh, Candyman. Psyched, but they haven't released when they're gonna release it <laughs> um but I'm definitely excited to see uh this new perspective of the story yes. because I also just got Candyman on Blu-ray and it has <laughs> great special features and it's actually like sadly I didn't realize this because I was so young when it came out it was like like eight maybe seven <laughs> um but it's like a movie about black people written by white people yeah yeah so it's just kind of like oh so it's been a little trippy because I, you know, I watched it and I love the composer, Philip Glass. Um, so that was also like another reason why I love that movie. But the woman, Anne-Marie, uh, the, the woman who lives in Cabrini Green, who Helen like ends up like kidnapping her kid or whatever. She's in Melrose Place from the <laughs> 90s, like the original one. Yeah. And I've actually been rewatching it because I never watched it as a kid. My mom is like, they just have sex on it. So you are not watching that. And <laughs> they really don't. It's just the, the themes are a little adult, you know, but it's so crazy to see her as this like bubbly, like aerobics instructor in it. And then to see her and, and but she's a great actress. Her name's Vanessa Williams. She's great. Not Pocahontas, Vanessa Williams, but you know, she's, she's just a great actress and it's cool to see that range you know, yeah. from a horror movie and then, and then it's cheesy show as Melrose Place. But you know, that's, that's been a trip. The like crazy electric dramatic guitar. Yeah. Like every time somebody kisses, like, like my husband's like, what are you watching? And I'm like, great music, isn't it? <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. So Candyman, is there any, is there anything else coming out? I don't know. Well, there's uh, the Chucky- Halloween Kills. Yep. Halloween Kills. Chucky, they're getting a series on sci-fi. And I don't know if you watched mm. any of the newer Chucky's. I watched the 2019 remake, which was terrible. Terrible, terrible. Yeah. Um, so Brad Dorif, who plays the voice as Chucky, uh, his daughter is actually now part of the movies. She oh, okay. is a she's not related to Chucky. Um, but I don't want to spoil it for you, but she's a part of it. And now they're going to take the, what was the last one? The Cult of Chucky. I think that was the last one. 
It's like it's cursed than cult. Anyway, whatever the last <laughs> one was where she and Jennifer Tilly walk away, um, because Jennifer Tilly plays his girlfriend, uh, they're gonna make a sci-fi series out of it. And Andy Mancini, who created uh, Chucky, is actually going to be part of it too. So that oh, I'm cool. looking forward to because he's pretty creative and he's still young. So, you know, I'm definitely, I'm definitely excited about that. I can't awesome. think of, I mean, obviously Scream 5, I said that, but that's definitely- That's 2022. You know, yeah. yeah. Too far, too far. <laughs> I don't know if, is anything else? What about you? Is there something I missed that you are excited um, about? I'm really looking forward to The Conjuring 3. Oh, sorry. I forgot about yes. that one. Darn it. Yeah. That was another preview that I've been waiting yes. to watch. Cause I, cause I, then I found out, I'm like, Oh, it's coming out in like two weeks. I could have actually watched it two weeks ago. Yeah. I thought it was coming out in the fall, but, and then I was like, it's coming out on HBO. So I'm like, I'm excited. I'll get to watch yeah. it at home, but I might end up seeing it in theater. I yeah. Might. I, I definitely will. So yeah, those are good. Those are, those they're are, so fun. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I that world is fun. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> yes. I enjoyed um I didn't watch the Curse of Lyorna. I didn't watch that one because it, it wasn't that kind it of- wasn't very good. I would yeah. watch uh La Llorona on Shudder. It's better. Uh oh, the show? Uh no, it's not a show, it's a movie. It's oh based on the same legend kind of, but it's in Guatemala and it's in Spanish, so there are subtitles and it's political and it's much better. Oh, it's much so, deeper. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay. I'll check that out. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I think I've, I've passed it, um, but I'll have to have to add it. Yeah. It's definitely worth it. Um, are there any horror movies that you love that people generally don't like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like the, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street too. You know, <laughs> I, I do. Cause I, I think I honestly think the main reason why I like it is because I watched the Scream Queen documentary, which is okay. all about Mark mm-hmm. Patton, who played um, Jesse. Is that his name? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the guy. Um, <laughs> and how it, like, ruined his life. Oh. Um, yes. So, and how, like, the writers, like, had all those, like, gay undertones throughout the yeah. whole movie. And they, like, denied it. And then finally, like, have said, like, well, yeah, I guess we kind of... <laughs> but like he couldn't like be gay so like yeah. it was just like really sad and he like worked on Broadway with Cher like he mm-hmm. was like an actor and that's what really like sucks is that sometimes movies can ruin you you know roles can portray you in a way that is perceived as negative and back in the 80s being gay was especially what was that like 85 86 that was wrong you mm-hmm. know what I, quotes wrong you know what I mean so I, I don't know. I think watching the documentary made me appreciate it a little bit more. Yeah. I appreciate that it's quirky. You know what I mean? I, I can appreciate that they tried to do something different. Mm-hmm. Um, they tried to, you know, the one thing that they did wrong was like Freddie came into the real world. That was yeah. like, no, what? That comes with pool party. Like, that's not how this works. Like, so that, you know, that was obviously like a huge flaw, but you know, I like that movie. Um, trying to think. Yeah, Human Centipede is definitely another one. Um, one more that like people just don't like. <clears throat> yeah, probably. I don't know. I like uh, what is it? The Rise, The Mask of Leslie Vernon. Oh yeah, that like a mockumentary. Yes. I just it's like it's. I put that in line almost with scary movie, yeah. except it is a little graphic. Um, but I would say bloody. But I I just like that because. You know, it's 
pretty meta. Uh, yeah. And then the, the reporter is the, <laughs> the sister from Home Alone. Yes. <laughs> so like, I just, that's it's fun. fun. <laughs> yeah. And the guy, I, you know, I know a couple other podcasters. Um, the gentleman who plays Leslie, he's like super nice, I guess, like super nice. And he's always willing to talk to people. And he's just, yeah. And I thought that that was like really refreshing and that, you know, that wasn't a massive movie, but I love it. And Mm -hmm. I just think it's so funny that this, these people were just that dumb that they didn't (laughs) realize that this wasn't a joke and that, I don't know, it's just, you know, I guess that's the whole point, but I just think that's for the time, that was a really good movie. Definitely. Um, if you could remake one horror movie, which one would it be? Oh, God. Ugh. Well, my least favorite remake is A Nightmare on Elm Street. Terrible. Terrible. I haven't seen it. Ugh. Ugh. Mm. So if I was going to remake it, it would be that one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not the original, the 2010 yeah. or whatever one that is. Because, yeah, there's just tons of CGI he wasn't scary. Like he wasn't scary. He had like way more of a, a shapeless burned face that ruins any type of scary. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I was just like, somebody could really look like that. Like I was just kind of like, let's give him more feet. Like just, I don't know, put more makeup on him. Like (laughs) I just, and I think too, they changed the story a little and it just really didn't fit you know, Tina's story was way longer. Mm. So you think she's actually the one that's going to live. And then you're yeah. like, Nancy's Nancy. What's her name? Um, Maura Rooney. You're like, what? yeah. Where is it? No, right. The one with the girl from the dragon tattoo. I don't know what her name is anyway, but it's, she's in it. I think it's her, but yeah, <laughs> she, she, I mean, and the acting is just flat. It's just poor, yeah. just poor. I mean, I know a lot of people that that's just not cool, but I know people that don't like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre re- uh, remake from 2003. Yeah. But, you know, some people just stick to the classics, you know, yeah. <laughs> stick to the good old OG Leatherface. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I've only seen the remake of Friday the 13th from 2009, which I actually mm. like that. I liked it more than okay. the original because it, there was just sure. more going on. I don't know. Like yeah. The pacing was yeah. better for me. So sure. Oh, I can, I can agree with that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. The first one, they're just kind of like hanging out at the camp. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> just, yeah. That's cool though. I, I don't, yeah. I think I just, it's not bad. I just, I didn't love that he captured somebody. Mm-hmm. I think that for me was like a huge stretch, you know? So I just was like, oh, this isn't Leatherface. Like that to me was something he would have done you know yeah but I I think that everything else about the movie was fun you know I I the deaths were unique um was it oh was it Jason X oh yeah I think so the double sleeping bag when he like whips him I think that was Jason X sorry um but yeah there are definitely some fun kills in this movie I think he does do a sleeping bag one but she gets burned over the fire that's yes, what it is that was too yeah, yeah yeah that's the one I'm thinking of sleep Jason and sleeping bags you know um <laughs> But yeah, it's fun. It's just, it's different, you know? And I think for me, I, I think I want to see Kevin Bacon killed, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Especially since he doesn't want to talk about being in this movie. Uh, (laughs) Come on, Bacon. Yeah. We know you're in it. (laughs) You can't hide from it. So my last question is, if you had to spend quarantine with one horror villain, who would it be? (laughs) 
oh geez uh villain I mean oh gosh probably Ghostface I'd probably have to say (laughs) because I think he's well was she is always so klutzy (laughs) and just all over the place scrambling when they're chasing like I'm getting away I am getting (laughs) away you know what I mean like I would definitely be jamming that door like Sydney does and I would definitely be getting away um but but no but also based on like who the killers were you know I feel like Minus the fact that they killed people. I feel like I actually probably would have gotten along with, like, Stu. <laughs> like, if I was in high school, you know what I mean? Because he was, like, such a big, like, goof. Um, and, yeah, maybe... Who was it in the second one? Oh, God, why do I have a brain fart? Uh, the third one was, was Roman. Billy, it was Billy's mother and, and Timothy Olyphant. Right, yeah. Right, right. I always confuse the second <laughs> and the third one. I'm like, it was Roman. I'm like, that, that's the third one. Yeah. Um, I forget that actor's name, but yeah, like, I just like those scream ones are fun because they have just like that star studded yeah. cast, like Jada Pinkett getting killed in the second one. Like, yeah. whoa. Like, anyway, um, trying to, yeah, probably Ghostface. Who would you, what would, what about, who would you want to be with? Oh God, I don't know. I'm going to plead the fifth. I don't want to be with anyone. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, I think for coolness, like maybe, the, have you seen Sinister? Yes. Scary. I was going to say like yeah. Mr. Boogie. I was like, but I was like, actually, that means I have to kill my no. family. So no. 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 Maybe Hannibal Lecter because I don't eat meat. So he could just cook whatever he wanted and I wouldn't have to worry there about you. it. There you go. There you go. And he's intelligent. He has good taste in music. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Well, thank you so much for being here. Do you want to tell everyone where they can find you on the internet? Thank you so much for having me. I, this was so much fun. This was a great conversation. You know, not many people that want to ask to talk about horror for I don't know, how long we've been talking like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, this was so much, this is so great. If anybody else, you know, would like to find me on Instagram, um, I'm under the tag here for the booze. And there are underscores under, under each uh, word, a letter, word. <laughs> and, you know, I have, like I've been talking about, I have a vinyl collection. I have a cute little corner that I like to <laughs> have just simple memorabilia. I'm not going to go crazy, but, you know, just could talk about some horror. And I have a podcast myself and I just try to talk about some of the deeper th- themes of movies, um, whether they be 80 slashers, <laughs> something newer and deeper, you know, like Midsommar we were talking about. You know, I just, I try to put a different voice in horror, um, not just talking about the blood and the guts. Yeah. What's your podcast name? I didn't know you had a podcast. Uh, it's called Here for the Booze. Okay, cool. So I just, I'm taking a break. Um, I just actually announced today that season two starts a month from today. So it's good because oh, okay. I can, I can pre-record some stuff and then yes, I won't be stressed every week being like, I gotta record, I gotta write, I gotta, you know, and then being lazy and then feeling overwhelmed so I'm trying to like be responsible and do it ahead of time so you know we'll see how that goes (laughs) for now all right well thank you again so much I will see you around Instagram soon yes thank you so much this was great have a great night That's it for this week's episode of Who's There. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Jax as much as I enjoyed having it. And thanks again to Jax for coming on the show. I'll leave links to her socials and her podcast, Here for the Booze, in the show notes. Don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, and you can follow us on Twitter at Who's There Pod or on Instagram at Who's There Podcast. Or if you have any questions, comments, concerns, horror movie recommendations, or you'd like to be a guest, shoot us an email at hello at Who's There Podcast.com. Until next time, stay scary and get vaccinated.